Hey, good evening, good evening, good evening, my good people. What's going on? Uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Uh, we got a couple get couple more guests that may show up tonight. Uh, that was invited to the show. Um, as well. Hope everybody's doing well today. Hope everybody's blessed. Hope everybody's family is safe out there. Tonight's show, the topic is: Should you stay with your mate? If they fall off, got one of the uh, co-hosts, Keisha is joining us tonight. It's just me and her for right now. And, uh, she's going to take it away. Um, <laughs> I would say yes. I mean, we all fall on hard times. It's never going, you're never up all the time. So if someone lost their job or their business fell under, then I feel like, yes, you could stay with them. Now, if they have a habitual, if they're a habitual offender and they never bring in anything to the table or they're never carrying their weight, then no, you shouldn't stay. But I mean, we all fall on hard times every now and again. That's just my feelings on it. So the, so the scenario, Keisha, is uh, if what happens what you do when the uh you've been telling them for a year or so, like you know, you're gaining weight, you're gaining weight. Let's just say it's a weight issue. You're gaining weight, you're gaining weight, and they get to the point where they're just just, just too big and it's no more sexual uh attraction anymore. So what do what do you what do you say then? Like, you know, and you're not having sex, the sex is out in the relationship, it's just like, you know, y'all just going through the motions and uh you don't want to stick and stay. So what do you, what do you have to say about that? Uh, sex is very important to me at this stage in my life. I feel like if, if, if someone is telling you that you're not happy with this or you're not happy with that, um, and that's your partner and the person you're in a relationship with, then you should work on it. I feel like our generation doesn't put any stock or value into a relationship. All relationships are work. Um, so if you look like if you look like Rihanna and now you might be shaped like Lizzo and that might be a, a problem with your partner and not a problem with you, you need to reevaluate if that's a relationship for you. In my opinion, because you always want to be desirable to the person that you're with. So what do you what do you what do you say about um like you said, our generation don't don't value relationships. What do you mean by that? Now you know you're gonna get some some slack for that. Um, but I, well, I feel like it's the truth. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't feel like um, we want to put the work in. I I feel like in for our generation, as soon as you see a little problems, a little trouble, then I'm out. Um, and that's just not like real life, like. Nothing's always perfect. Um, and anything that's worth having, you have to work on. Um, but in my opinion, from what I've seen, and I've seen good relationships, I got a lot of my girlfriends are in long-term relationships from high school. They're married, they got kids. Some just had grandbabies. Um, but on a whole, I just felt like as soon as someone's not happy with one little thing, they're out. So they don't want to put the work in. I mean, even for myself, like, I'll be like, I don't want to be in a relationship because I don't want to do the work. 
because it's, it's work that you have to be that has to be done to make a relationship um to have longevity in a relationship in my opinion so you think that each each individual case is different so you think that each, each individual case is different yes absolutely each individual case is different because people are different you know when you think of people like some people grew up in a two-person household some people grew up in the village. Some people, you know, they didn't have to do anything. Some people have a, a silver spoon in their mouth. So when you try to cohabitate or come together, right there is friction. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. So what, do you, what, what would be your advice? I mean, some, some people might be like, you know, I've been putting up with his crap. For so long, you know, when I met him, he had so much drive, so much enthusiasm. Don't get me wrong. He's a great provider, but, like, he don't let himself go. His stomach is over his waistline now. He got that, that cuff up under the belly. Um, you know, he don't have that same drive no more. Like, he take care of his finance. Like, you know, you get some women that might be like, he take real good care of me financially. I don't want for nothing. But at the end of the day, like, he ain't taking care of his health. And if he continue on this road of having bad health, he ain't gonna be here for the next 15, 20 years. What do you what do you think that, that woman should do? Um, I think that each person you have to look at what's your happiness, like what makes you happy. So if if like my friend, the reason that my friend has stayed around so long because for me that's the only man in my life that I can say now he's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But he's the only person that I've ever met in my life that I can say this, this, and this bothers me. And he works to correct it. So that's what's important to me. So what's important to me is different than what might be important to the next woman or the next man or so on and so forth. So if you're doing everything to do what's important to the person you're in a relationship with and they're not doing that in time, then it's time for you to reevaluate. And we're all different, so it doesn't have to be financial. Um, what's a provider for you might be something different for me or whatever the case may be. But if you're not happy and you're trying to get to, to the core why you're not happy and your partner's not helping you to work that out, then it's time for you to reevaluate and maybe lead the situation. Do you think that some of the issues that we have in um... – with sticking and staying, or whether we stay too long, has a lot to do with outside influences? I mean, I think it's a combination of both. I think that, um, like for women, I know some women that I've heard them say, like, I only want to have kids by the same man. He could be a piece of shit, but you want all your kids, because there's a stigma attached to women who have multiple kids <laughs> by different men. So, you know, they might want more kids and they might have kids by the same man, even despite the fact that he's not shit. So <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. So, no, you good. Um, so like I'm saying, it's so it's multiple reasons why people stay in a relationship. And I think it has to do with um, outside influence, family influences. Um, like some people don't want to leave until their kids is out of high school or until their kids is fully grown and out of their house. 
But to me, if your kids identify that you're unhappy, now your kids is taking on those same type of tendencies. So, you know, it could be best for you to leave the situation instead of trying to wait for your children to become grown. You know, so we each do things for different reasons. Yeah, so 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 we've seen instances where people could be unhappy for years and then are still be in the same situation talking about I'm gonna wait till they graduate high school. You know, and I and I get it because you 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 have what you call that invested interest in the um the individual and the marriage, but at the end of the day, like when does a person or when should a person really require themselves, Keisha, in your opinion, to take over their happiness? Because we know that you can only you're the only one that can make you happy. Only thing that somebody else could do is build onto that your your happiness. Right. Um, for me, once I got to a certain age, I'm not going to tell what my certain age is, but for the second half of my life, I have committed to be as happy as I can be. Um, I don't know for other people, but for me, so that means I'm not going to be in a job that makes me miserable. I'm not going to be around people who make me miserable. It could be family members or, you know, you, you and I know our friends are our family, so... But we got toxic, we all have toxic family. And if it's somebody who makes me miserable, I don't want to be around it. Um, so that goes for relation, it goes across the board. Um, so that's for me. I think for other people, like I have friends who've been in unhappy or unhealthy situations and they're still in the unhappy and unhealthy situation. But then that's their choice. Yeah, I was I was sharing with you the other day how uh, we know we know a situation we know a situation where um, we know somebody that 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 uh, that had to leave somebody you know and it's not to to put their business out on the street they did what was best for them and they're they're happy but it's it's amazing how sometimes you could leave somebody and actually leaving them could be what's best for them because a lot of times when you're with certain people you get complacent. And that and that will allow you to remain stuck where you at. Let me tell you, every ex boyfriend that I've ever had, I always felt like they've done better when they were not with me. So, I mean, you know, the ones that was of importance. So maybe I'm an enabler, or maybe I don't think I am. The older I get, but once you grow up. Up and see, it's like, oh, you trying to come back because you ain't doing well right now. But when we're not together, they do well. Um, you know, as we continually say, sometimes people need to reevaluate themselves. Sometimes you're not in a in a good position to be in a relationship, or you know, so yeah, people need to do a lot of self evaluation. Um, self-meditation, self-evaluation, but I'm just a big proponent of do what makes you happy. If, if COVID-19 didn't show you anything, it should have showed you that life is short and do what makes you happy. I'm going to ask you, do you think, Keisha, at a certain point in your life, it could be a particular age, but at a certain point in your life, it just clicks like everything like how you said that sometimes we don't always evaluate 
whether we should need we should even get into a relationship with somebody because we may not be at a certain point in our lives where we even feel good enough to have a relationship. And a lot of times you think you would think that sometimes just uh, I don't want to be alone. So a lot of people get in relationships or situations just because they don't want to be alone, knowing that they may be toxic for themselves as well as their relationship. So do you think that at a certain point, Keisha, that it just clicks in a person's head that uh, it's time to grow up? Uh, for women, definitely. Um, I feel like when you get to your 30s, you start to recognize. See, because I don't know if it's all across the country, but in America, I kind of feel like they kind of raise women with a lot of insecurities. Um, and I'm not just saying black women, I mean all women, like, you know, women have to be a certain way and women have to this and women have to that. So you, you're raised with a lot of insecurity. It could be you too heavy or your hair is nappy or you too dark or your nose is too big. Um, and we all experience it. I got friends, all, you know, that run a gamut. So it's not just a black woman thing. It's just a woman's thing. But I think once you start to get 30, 35, you kind of hit your stride. You kind of feel like this is what I want. This is what I... And it's not all, all women, but most. This is what I want. This is what I want to accept. This is what I want to put up with. You freezing up, Keisha. Yeah, Keisha froze up a minute. Let's just hope she comes back. But, um, um, oh, there you go. It's a lot of comparisons, I think, for women. Like they'll say, um, um, like I have a cousin. I'm not going to say her name. She's been married a couple times and and, and I, I've never been married but married yeah you Keisha you keep freezing you keep freezing on my family say well such and such is on her second or third husband or you two days that's what I'm still freezing. Yeah. yeah. All right, you good. You good now. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's funny because when you when you was talking and you was going, you was you was using your flow, Keisha. I swear, I think it might have been the computer trying to tell you, like, yo, stop talking so much. Cause you you started freezing when you started flowing, yo. But um, I heard you 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 was explaining about your cousin, how she had been married a few times, and you explained about yourself. Have you never been married? And so forth and so on. I'm just saying that women have a lot of comparisons. You too big. You too dark. Your nose is too big. Your butt is too big. Your hair is too nasty. It's just, and all women experience it. But I think once you get to your 30 or your 35, you kind of hit your stride where you're comfortable with who you are and what you bring to the table. Um. So I think that's a, a important component to happiness. Yeah, and um, we got a, a statement from Annette. 
She said, uh, absolutely know and love yourself before you can love someone else. That's absolutely true. What she said about that. Um, I think a lot of times, like you were saying, Keisha, is that I can't speak for women. I'm not going to try to speak for women, but having so many female cousins and two sisters and aunts and having so many female friends is that you do start to understand that women have a lot of, like you say, standards to have to live up to. And it's like, like, wow. So you heard me, Keisha? Hold on, y'all. She, uh, she a little froze right now. But Keisha, unmute your mic when you get a chance. There you go. Your mic had muted. Yeah, I see you, 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 you and your text glory. But Keisha. Yeah. So, 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 what do you? So, what? Yeah, you, you, you keep, you keep freezing. I don't know. We gotta get it. We gotta get our production together a little bit better. You froze again, Keisha. So hopefully, like everybody, everybody that's watching, um, hopefully oh, Keisha. Catch that? No, I didn't hear you. Oh, Keisha dropped for a second. So hopefully she come back, y'all. She keeps freezing. Uh, like she was saying, she was saying that a lot of women. And I don't know because I'm not a woman. She's here uh, to speak for some women in general, not specific. She says, for a lot of women, you guys have a lot of standards that you try to live up to. I don't know what that's about. I mean, I, like I said, I don't. I'm not a woman. But I absolutely do agree with what she's saying. And what Annette said is that you you got to love yourself before you could um, you could love someone else. So this this is kind of like the root of should you stay with your mate if they fall off because a lot of times like we we some of us may stay too long and some of us may uh leave too quick and may, maybe it was best. Well, she's joining us back, so let's see. How, you we we together? Because I don't understand what's going on. Because I'm moving. Video. Leave it alone, Kiara. I'm moving, and you say I'm freezing. What yeah, was you saying? You should get. What What I was saying was when you were you were talking about your cousin. Right. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Finish. Oh, so my cousin has been married multiple times. Like, uh, if this husband don't do right. She gonna get married again. That's just her. That's just her genetic makeup. She's not a bad person or whatever. But then it'll be like, well, she's on husband number two. We a year, we nine months apart, and you don't. You've never been married. Like it's still people that don't understand the notion that you don't never want to be married. Um. So as women, it's like you got to do. Like, why do I have to explain that to you? So, I mean, it's just a lot of things that as women, you got to kind of put up with, you know, and then you might change. Like today, I might want to get married today when I'm, 
when I'm in my 50s. You know, my last, I want to ride out into the sunset my last couple years. <laughs> but when I was younger, <laughs> why are you laughing? When I was I, younger, I felt like my ma- mother been married long enough at. Because what? I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I know deep down inside y'all got this uh, Golden Girls uh, thing in the back of y'all head that y'all gonna be the Golden Girls. Y'all them all played. Who gonna be who? And you know, God willing, get to that age. I am a little bit of um, what was the whole Blanche? I'm gonna be a little bit of Blanche. Right in the nursing home. They getting busy in the nursing home. <laughs> well, I so mean, because I had a kid. So what do you think is a balance whether I should stay or I should go? I definitely think it's a balance, but I definitely think that if you go into a relationship that you should give it your all. And I don't know if our generation really gives it they're all like our generation is like the microwave generation. I want it right now. I want it here and I want it now. But everything of value you have to put work into. You know, no relationship is going to be perfect. So you think when you when you when you assess your cousin and why she just be firing jokers, right? <laughs> you think it's because. They fall short, or just like she just ain't the type to be like, nah, you you struggling. I ain't with her. I ain't with her. Um, I think it's a combination. I think that she she gives it a try. Like we have we have very similar backgrounds. We raised by similar people. We got the same grandparents. Um. But she ain't paying the five in Martin voice, like you know. She gonna give you a little time, but you gotta get your shit together. But I, I kind of feel like that's on the man. Like you ought to know the woman that you're dealing with. Like I, I have an aunt. Like um, I got my aunt. She's worked at. She worked for the government. From eighteen, you froze again. Yeah, there you go. Had jobs that worked as well. Young, she's sitting home getting, which is okay, but she's never made him feel less of a man. Like sometimes women make men feel less than, which is not good. Also, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. I think we all have to put work in. I don't mind paying a little extra if I found if I found my forever, you know, or doing a little extra. You said paying paying a little extra. Was 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 that a little little phone bill or something? A little. I mean, paying a little extra, doing a little extra. If I found my forever. So let me let me ask you. Um, I mean, some some people, like I said, the scenario that we know about is that like you could leave somebody and be like, "Yo, I ain't gonna say I messed up, but they doing great without me." 
Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, because some people um is your downfall. I'm yeah, some people are your downfall. Like some people will bring you down. I listen, I have been with men that brought me down, and then once I'm done with them, I'm all the way up. So you know, and I mean, I think that's vice versa. I think men and women, they all deal with the same, they all deal with the same thing. But we, we're dealing with, and you hate to go to like scripture or the Bible or the Quran or the book of Torah, but you, it kind of have to be a balance. You kind of have to be equally uh, yoked when you want to be in a, a relationship or a situation or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I um so, so <laughs> excuse me one second. What you laughing at? You threw them away? No, I'm laughing because um we we like I said, we, we, we know situations that are that are like this and um a lot of people don't realize like they just not compatible with the person they with. They just together. I guess like okay, I'm gonna just be with you, like you said, for the kids. Wait till everybody get out of high school, or I'm gonna be with you until. Be sexually compatible and not compatible. Like even for me, like listen, I'm damaged. We all damaged, right? But I grew up in a in a partnership, and I was dating a whole bunch of people from a single parent relationship, it wasn't working. Right? Because my idea of relationship from, you know, watching my parents be together, my aunts and uncles, my my grandparents, it's kind of different than someone who grew up in a single parent woman-led household. Okay. Um, so it, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, but now, as an adult, I'm, I'm a single parent, so I kind of can move and do both. But when I was younger, it was very difficult for me dating people with who grew up with different experiences than what I grew up with. So, do you think that's important that a person understands beforehand? how that person's going to react in, in like turmoil because you see some people that, that they real strong during turmoil and then some people just break like yo you lost your job I'm out well of course it's important because like um so my I'm used to dealing with my father was an electrician my mother worked for Blue Cross right so electrician they work the project, and then when the project is over, they're not working, right? So I'm used to my father handling everything, but when it was over and whatever the situation was, my mother handled stuff. So mm -hmm. I didn't have a problem handling stuff when it came to my man because this is what I saw. Okay. Right? But it's right. other women who 
their mother was like China doll or China baby or whatever they called them back in the 70s that she didn't handle anything. So you be looking like you want me to pay what? I'm out. So I, I definitely think your experience of how you grew up grew up kind of molds you and how you handle or how you relate in a relationship. So basically, if we if we was to narrow, like I said, we we probably won't even do a long talk tonight because, uh, you know, it's just me and you, and when we have our other illustrious co-hosts, they they seem to be a little a little more colorful. So you, what so, you mean, cursing, colorful? No, they just have a dynamic chemistry. So you know. oh, okay. You know. yeah. And plus, and plus, it's really not a lot of um engagement from the people that's watching. I don't, I don't think nobody have any questions or whatever. This is some good statements. Annette made some statements about um. she says some women are in love with the thought of being married not knowing all that it takes to stay together. Right. Relationships is hard work. Even friendships is hard work. And that, that statement that Annette made even goes for men too. Like some men just believe like I'm going to just find me a wife I'm going to have 2.5 kids, picket fence. I'm going to go to work, break my back, take care of her. But he might lack emotion. And some women require emotion. Like some women require men to be all over top of them 24-7, right? Some women don't. Literally. Then, right. And, <laughs> and then they get with the woman that want all the attention. That's never going to work. Yeah, I like long distance, but that's just me. But the DMV, the DMV. No, he a little further. But so, so when we ask ourselves the question, should you stay with a mate if they fall off? It's like a yes and no. It's like an oxymoron question. You really can't narrow it down. Right. I mean, I just think it depends. I think if 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 that man has your back. I mean, I'm not, if, if my friends is hungry, I got them. If you know, Quentin, if I got $20 and you need 10, we gonna split this $20. So if I'm gonna do that with my friends and family, why wouldn't I do that for my man? Yeah. But that's, that's not, like I said, that's not including the financial. A lot of the, you know, a lot of, a lot of men might have married or dated the, the woman who had the quote unquote hourglass body and she fell off. I mean, she got AIDS. She raised kids. You know, he wouldn't even know if she had a health problem. She just got can't Or wait. she might have a mouth problem, but I'm my niece in here. Yeah, and that could be the thing. Like, he, he could put up with anything else, but he just can't deal with that lip. But then I think that you should have that conversation. If you don't Here's my thing. If you don't have that conversation and you don't tell the person this is not working or that is not working, then you didn't really give them, you didn't really give the relationship a chance. Because you have to give the other person the opportunity to correct it. If you don't, then you just want it out anyway. They they may have felt they gave that person all the, uh, the time they could have. Like, I'm putting it up for two, three years. I'm tired. 
But did they tell them? <laughs> they might have told them. Like, look, you got, like they might, they might have started out the new year with the gym membership, and one may be more committed than the other. And then a, a, a year at the gym, like you can see positive results. The other one looking rounder. Listen, but I'm okay with that. Listen, I tell everybody. I don't know. I I was accused the other day of indirectness. Yes, <laughs> I am not indirect. I don't have a problem. I'm and I'm really an introvert, but I don't have a problem. This is not working for me. You know, once you become a grown-up, you have to tell people this is not working for me. Yeah. Like I said, we ain't going we ain't going we ain't going to belabor this all night. But uh that's interesting to look at it like that like you be wondering like, yo, should I stay? Should I stay? Then you got friends in your ear. Then you got the one friend like, I stick it out. Yeah, that friend might just want you to be miserable. Because <laughs> they miserable. Misery loves company. So yeah, so that's that's probably the conclusion that we're gonna come to. We're gonna come to the conclusion that this question requires a yes and a no, based upon what we uh know that you like like you said. People need to have the discussion like, yo, this is what this is what I don't like. This is what I do like. This is what's going on. You know, you need to lose weight. Basically, if the person is gaining weight, I'm just using weight as the, one of the things that you. You always hear that people will leave somebody because they've gained a few extra pounds, maybe 20, 30, 40. <laughs> For men, I ain't never heard that. Big girls be winning in the black community. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, th I think they be winning, like you said, in reality. But, you know, I put that post up with, with uh, Riri and Ashanti. Ain't nobody body shaming them. <laughs> I don't know if they just body shaming. Liz, I mean, I don't know. I'm conflicted. My 13-year-old my niece said Lizzo is a mess. No, I said the best. Oh, no, she said Lizzo is the best. See, Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo gives a lot of people that may be a little big a lot of confidence about their weight. And So let me tell you, me and my best friend, we went I used to work for Prudential and I had box seats and we saw um Precious. What's her name? Gabri Gabri's I, I don't know. Precious. We was disgusted. She had this boyfriend, they looked like the number 10. She was in three seats. I was disgusted. So I mean, I'm conflicted. I think that Lizzo's really not shaped bag. She's just she's shaped like any other black woman in the hood. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. If Being that you feel that way about Precious, was you feeling that way? I know you wasn't feeling that way because she was big, but it was just that the way that she was carrying herself and the clothes she had on? Yes. I just think that sometimes for black people, we were, despite the fact of people not recognizing, um, we kind of was raised with class and decorum. Like, even... You know, people are looked down on whether it was church people or Muslims. They looked at 
Like, oh, look how you acted, or look, and I think we have carried all of that. So sometimes when you act in a way, it's just immediate for us to look, so, kind of look down. And so, so when you see a guy that's dressed down, he at least got to have on that crispy white t-shirt and them gray sweatpants. And yeah, and not your um, pants all the way down your behind. <laughs> like that's not that's disgusting. And even when I was younger, like why is your pants so why long? is your pants all the way to the floor? Like that's just not attractive. I don't want to yeah. see your draws. So I'm I mean I'm just I'm saying I think that you know some of that stuff is ingrained in us where we look oh. down on, on people and Lizzo do be doing the most. Yeah. But she ain't the only person that's doing the most. And I Keisha, think that's where you struggle with. Keisha, I, you know what it is? What it is? I've really, you know, man, you done talked the last five, six months about Lizzo. I really believe that she's going at people for body shaming big girls. So she's showing off, like, the bathing suits, the little panties. I really believe, like, you know what? I'm big. I don't care. And yeah, but here's the thing for women. Lizzo, don't do a Monique. Monique did the same thing and then went and had the surgery. So, and I mean, Monique used to go at skinny bitches is evil. And blah, 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 blah. So, you know, we looking at Lizzo, like, are you really uncomfortable with who you are and that's going to be yet you're going to be looking like star jones because you know some of those people like star jones had that surgery she looks she looks like death walking yeah so but lizzo we don't don't trust you lizzo lizzo was doing jumping that rope in that video she was kind of athletic she was moving out yeah, so was Monique. We don't trust you, Lizzo. We don't trust you yet. What's your motive? <laughs> because like I told, I'm being real. Like I told you, we, women are raised with insecurities coming out the gate. Mm. What's her motive? If she go and have a, a BBL or whatever it's called, then we going to know. Yeah, that'll be a good a good topic for another show. Insecurities for women. Yeah. Maybe maybe That's some maybe we get some good co-hosts that'll sit there and, and be honest. Not saying not saying that we ain't never had no co-hosts to be honest. I mean I you know me, you and your, me, you, me and the, and my sister, we honest. I I know y'all honest. You know, y'all keep it a hundred. Y'all keep it a hundred with about yourselves and about situations. So um moving right along, we're gonna close the show. Uh, nice, good forty minutes. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Keisha? Before we close, I mean, no, I don't. Just it's it's the COVID. Don't just leave that man and have him sleeping in his truck, cause um his job and and he ain't got his unemployment in a month. It's the it's the system is backed up. He trying. Um. I mean, I don't know. Each situation is different. If, 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 you know, he not helping you or listening to your needs, you might have to let that man go or woman. Um, for, for anybody watching on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, we appreciate you guys joining tonight. 
we didn't want to have too much of a long show, too much of a short show. But um, like Keisha said, just stick and stay and have that conversation, you know. Uh, you never know what, what a person is fighting insecurities within themselves in a relationship. So even though they might not tell you, they might just be insecure about situations. Definitely men. Men are very insecure when they can't be a man. What I mean is take care and provide. Um, with that, we're going to close out. Have a blessed night. And don't uh, hurt yourselves out there. Good night. <laughs>